Welcome to Women's Brew, where women talk about beer. In today's episode, we have been granted exclusive backstage access to an epic collaboration brew day. I'm Joanne, and this is Tori. Hello. And we're two beer-loving women on a mission to get more people drinking and talking about great beer. Come join us. Today. Right, so um, I've snuck up to uh, Reading and look, we're in person. We're in person again. This is madness. Um, and we are going to go visit Elusive because that's just down the road from Tory here. Um, and while we are there, they are doing a brew day. That's what breweries do. Nothing crazy nothing exciting crazy. about that. Normally, no. no, they're just making a bit of beer. However, they're brewing with emperors. They're brewing with emperors. <laughs> and um, we have been allowed to go and see their brew day. So we're going to have a little chat to them. We're talk to emperors, talk to elusive, see what they're doing, what crazy beer they're making. And we're going to share it with you. So we're going to get in the car. Got my coffee. In there. She's got coffee. My coffee's over there. We are ready. That's bringing you this exclusive. Let's hit the road. Cool. So we are um, very appreciative of Angie and Damien for letting us come yeah, down today to much. speak to you guys. Um, just really briefly, do you guys want to give us like a quick elevator pitch of both of your breweries so that in, uh, pe people know you, but in case you, people <laughs> in case don't know don't. you, who are you living under a rock? Um, so yeah, uh, my name's Andy. We're Elusive Brewing based in Finchampstead. Um, and uh, we're a five barrel brewery, been going for five years, just celebrated our fifth birthday with some fun collabs. Um, and we're sat here in the tap room, uh, which is a lovely place to visit, come and visit us, uh, open on Friday and Saturday. Um, and um, we brew um, a bit of a range of stuff really, um, I guess mostly focusing on American styles, but also uh, when I was home brewing I used to brew a lot of Belgian stuff, so we still brew a lot of Belgian influenced beers as well. And today we're brewing um, a take on our Morris Man chocolate stout. So Tim Lloyd here is the Morris Man on the can. Uh, <laughs> and uh, Damien's been down before, obviously very well known for his incredible Imperial stouts. And um, uh, we're kind of taking the opportunity of uh, him coming down to brew a double version of it. So, um, yeah. Yeah, and uh, <clears throat> my name is Damien. I run uh, Emperor's Brewery. So uh, I started home brewing about 20 years ago. Um, and then three years ago, uh, a friend of mine, uh, Mark, who runs Linear Brewing, decided to turn his into a commercial brewery. And I thought, I could do that. That sounds good. So I'm the, probably the smallest uh, commercial brewer in the UK. Yeah. Uh, I'm brewing on a 20-litre kit mostly. But I do a lot of collaborations. I only do Imperial Stouts and Porters, so that's basically uh, it. It's all got a bit of a Star Wars theme, as anyone who's seen it will know. <laughs> Um, yeah, and so I do a lot of collaborations. I love collab days. You know, I love meeting people. I'm quite uh, outgoing, so um, I do enjoy the collabs, and we've done quite a few this year. So this is the second one uh, that Andy and I have done, and obviously with Tim as the Morris man. So we did Obi-Wan Shinobi a couple a of years ago. There's yeah. a poster <laughs> just there. Uh, and yeah, and today we're going to do a big chocolatey uh, Morris man, so Absolutely. it's all good. Um, Tim, do you want to tell us the background to Morris when you were telling us yeah. about Jason yeah. yeah, 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 sure. Um, it all came about as an idea that Andy and I had back in, I think, September 2018. We're over at um, a beer festival in Oxford called Craft Corps, and I was helping out with Wild Weather, another local brewery, and Andy was pitched sort of next to us. And Andy and I just got chatting, and um, we we're talking about sort of chocolate and beer in general, finding it quite un underwhelming more often than not. Not always the case, but quite often. Yeah. And I said to Andy, "Do you fancy doing a beer where you can actually really taste chocolate in it?" And that's how the idea came about. And we initially did it on Andy's test kit, which is like a firkin's worth of beer, and uh, that went on sale in a pub in Reading called the Ale House. And within two hours, the entire lot sold. Seventy-two pints, bang, gone. So I said to Andy, "We ought to do this again." And Andy went, "Well, let's scale it up to a full brew." And then we've done about seven eight batches yeah quite a few and there's actually yeah. a nice connection in the, the day that that beer launched at the alehouse was when we brewed Obi-Wan Shinobi yeah Damien tried it and I remember, I remember that day Damien came up to me and said I could do a really good Emperor's version <laughs> <laughs> I thought, might regret you said that <laughs> and it's only taken us two years oh yeah. don't well we had it booked in we were supposed to do it last year then yeah. obviously the dreaded bloody virus came about and 
And, you know, we kept putting back dates. Hey, should we look at this date? Oh, can't bloody lock down. So we eventually put this date in the diary, probably at the start of the year, thinking, well, fingers crossed, and well, it's happened. So finally, about 18 months later, it's finally happened. <laughs> amazing. It's going to be amazing then. That's, yeah. that's the universe telling you to get it just right. That's right. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. perfect timing. <laughs> and then, so, Tim, you... I know you help out here like quite a bit. How often do you kind of come down and help out with brew days? Not as often as I would like to, to be honest. Um, every now and then, it's pro- I've probably brewed about five or six times with Andy, I suppose, in total. Yeah, I've done Morris Man five or yeah. six times. I've brewed with other breweries. I've helped out over at Ascot, and I've helped. Out. I've done a couple of beers with them Wild Weather in the past. Um, but yeah, I've, I've had an offer from Phantom to brew with them at some stage. So yeah, I just it's just a hobby for me. You know, it's not my real job. You know, I just do it because I love beer and I love brewing, really. So I think, I think we can. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just a bit of a passion. <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah. Um, how much time do you have before? This is like live. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, no, check the kettle in five minutes' time. Five minutes. Yeah. Like, let's do a time check. Yeah, time check. So I think we're both quite interested in just sort of understanding what you know. Day, but I'm quite interested sort of knowing the um, guests from start to finish how the brew day works like what time I know you got here quite early what time did you guys have to get here to set so up? because we're double mashing today I wanted to get in early and get the first mash done so um, I got here just after six quarter past six and, and got the first mash on uh, about a quarter to seven uh, so and we just one. lazily wandered in <laughs> about around nine o'clock that so, night, so. so these guys came I just finished digging the first one out and then we, we uh, mashed in for a second time. So, yeah. because because you, we want the um, our mash tons really designed for, um, you know, we can do about up to eight percent on a single mash, but to get the double digits, we need to do two mashes. So, we're basically um, collecting half the work from one mash, dig out, mash in again, collect the other half of the work, okay. and then we're adding um, some K molasses, and we added adding some cedar X, uh, which is a malt extract as well. So, trying to get the gravity up. So, this one's not a typical brew day. Um, and there's no, you know, not very many kettle additions, not many hops, just uh, um, all about that gravity and that nice uh, viscous black stuff that we want uh, mm. going into the FE. Yeah, nice. absolutely. That's what, I'm, that's what I'm all about. <laughs> that's it, we just made like a video last night. Yeah. She made one of her TikTok videos last night and she and she's like, I need to use your beer collection. And I was like, why? Then she's like, because you've got lots of like dippers and tippers. And, and she's trying to make a video zero. where I was like, no, 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 I want like the impy yeah. stuff. Like, the and then she's like, but you've got all the dippers and tippers. Yeah. And I was like, all right. I was like, how many do you need? She's like, three. I was like, do that really yeah, yeah. yeah when, when I said we yeah. come down you guys were doing an imperial stout she was like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> I, knew, I knew it would make her happy so uh, I'm assuming you, you quite often probably do the double mash <laughs> uh, well yes yeah I mean so usually when I'm uh, when I'm either brewing myself or I'm doing a collab it's almost always a, a double mash so it's usually pretty early starts and late finishes yeah. <laughs> you know so uh, I did one um, uh, with the lads at Bang the Elephant a little while ago and I think we started at six in the morning and we were still there at nine 30 at night, so yeah. that was quite a day. Yeah, <laughs> Hopefully, won't be like that. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I just said it about half an hour ago. It's getting really smooth. Yeah. I know. Don't jinx it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but yeah, I mean, when it comes to like collaboration, like, whose idea does it tend to be? It doesn't have to be for this collab specifically, but like yeah. when you do all your collaborations, like who comes up with the idea? How does it really? work and who gets to how do you split up the roles and responsibilities how do you decide sort of where to, to brew mm. oh, I mean it's pretty easy for me yeah. we brew there <laughs> <laughs> so um, it depends really so, so sometimes um, you know I'll write a base recipe and the the other brewer will take a look at it and make me make some changes or they'll do it and send it to me and I'll make some changes um, so we work out kind of roughly what it is we want to do is it an imperial stout is it a porter is it going to be you know lots of adjuncts what's it going to taste like um, and then really over a couple of months it's really just knocking the recipe backwards and forwards um, uh, and deciding what we want to do on the day and then planning the after brew day pub session obviously is oh, that's pretty, really it's fairly important as <laughs> oh, well yeah. but yeah. I think yeah. it's a good part of the brew so. yeah. yeah I was going to say that's, that's yeah. usually probably the, the fun part where you get oh, to, yeah. you get to relax a bit and yeah. go yeah. Sort of well, well it's, it's great now of course because there are quite a, a number of breweries now who have tap rooms so you know as you 
brew through the day often there's people coming in out of the tap room as well which is always nice to meet people and you can you know cool down because it is very hot yes. you know cool down with a beer as you go along yeah it's really warm today and uh, yeah there's the cold store Right there. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a few trips into the cold store. Yeah, oh, it's him just was like, I'm going to the cold store. I needed to. I just fountain appeared on my head. I just needed to cool down. <laughs> yeah, I know um, you've just done the Fallen Acorn collaboration as well. Like, yeah. I, that's that's a money simple tricks and nonsense that one's called yeah. it's going to be uh, it's going to be good I think we're going to put some in barrels as well so there'll be a straight version and then yeah. and then some barrels as well so that's the same. is that going to be sort of what you do here are you going to do like, some, plan, some cans some on the mm. yeah I, I need to think about the packaging split we'll probably do uh, for one barrel I think maybe rum we can get one yeah. uh, and then we'll um, we'll do some small key kegs and can uh, for the bulk of it yeah, I think it's good, you know, we want as many people to try as possible, so cans are good for that, get them out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. When it, when it comes to the distribution side of things, like how, who takes the responsibility of sort of sorting out the distribution? Would it be in this instance, because we're brewing here, would, would you be the one that's listening? Yeah, it can be, I mean, website? it might, yeah, we, we, we do a lot of collaboration brews and it can vary. I mean, we're, we're always keen to, if we go somewhere else to brew, to take some of the beer to sell to our customers, because, you know, when you collaborate with another brewer, you're sharing ideas, you're sharing processes, you're sharing customer bases, it's like a, um, yeah, it's a nice way to collaborate. So we always like to take some beer, but yeah, it's usually the, the brewery that's got that's got the beer in tank is responsible for the duty and all the distribution and everything else. So um, yeah, you might buy some beer off the other brewery at wholesale price to sell on. Okay. Um, but um, yeah, the only brewery normally does all of the logistics and everything else. It's, it's, great it's way, a great way to learn from each other as well, isn't it, doing collabs? Because everyone's got different ways of doing things and... Mm. You know, it's, it, I've always found that when, when I've done that with other breweries, like, oh, that's how you do that. Oh, okay, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, like, nice. how much of an exchange of like skills do you find when you're doing a collab? Do you like you find that you learn things from other people, and there's like tips and tricks that you pick up along the way? I think always. Yeah, when, yeah. when I started, I came from a home brewing background and didn't have much commercial brewing experience. I'd worked a little bit at other breweries, um, kind of volunteering, but collaborations were the way to learn and pick up ideas. Definitely. Yeah. Um, and with this one, you know, uh, when we brewed Obi Wan Shinobi, um, Damien kind of he's got his base imperial stout recipe, so we kind of work from that. And you know, he's obviously very very good at them. So it's good to see how he constructs the grist and what he does with the um, yeah with sugar additions and things like that. So um, yeah, it's a learning experience for us as well, learning how to improve you know our imperial stouts and brew, brewing that style because we haven't done too many of them. No, sorry. Yeah, I was, I was just going to agree with, with yeah. what Andy says. I think it's, you know, it's good to see how people do things and and how they build the recipes and what the differences are. Uh, and you definitely pick up different techniques and tricks and ingredients yeah. and how to use them. Uh, and it's really important. And I think that's the the great thing about the collabs. Yeah. Do you find that there's like when you're doing it on a large commercial scale, there are bits that you can take from that into your smaller scale. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. no, absolutely. Um, and, and different ways of using different grains and things mm -hmm. as well, you know, that they, that you've maybe not used before. Um, and I find that really interesting and, and uh, you know, certainly the collabs that I've done, I've learned something at every single one that I've been to. It's been fantastic. And do you get the opportunity to talk about ingredients? Like, I know, as I, I brewed, like, five litres... So sometimes getting those more interesting ingredients is more difficult because they're really expensive on a small scale. Yeah. Like, do you find that you get more of an opportunity to try, use something more interesting because there's that bulk ordering process? Yeah, I mean, the amount of grains available and yeasts available to homebrewers now is incredible compared yeah. to what it was 20 years ago. Yeah. I mean, it's just amazing. You can basically do whatever a, a, a major brewery can do now. Um, pretty much, um, and and so you know you you've got the the malt millers have come along and and, and like and the like and, and really started to um, make some fantastic grains available to the home brewers. So so I think you know one of the things that I kind of part of the reason I started Emperor's Brewery because I decided I could make imperial stouts mm. as good as any imperial stouts that are available commercially on yeah. a 20 litre Braumeister when we started <laughs> so you know um, that's why I did it and, and I think it's um, I think it's a great opportunity for people and we see lots of home brewers now moving into the commercial um, yeah. sphere because as I say they can, they can brew, they can get all those base recipes 
yeah. you know, written and done before yeah. they start the commercial journey. Well, there's been two recently in Reading that have opened in the last year, and they come from home brewing background, and they've decided yeah. to go commercial, so it's quite yeah, cool. Like cra- crafty Cats. Crafty Cats and Dolphin. Crafty Cats, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, yeah. yeah. And Both producing great beer. Yeah, so. yeah I think uh, there's a Dolphin that's mm. just upgraded their kit as well, so they're... Oh, um, have they? Oh, I think they've, they're going through an upgrade of their mm. kit, so mm. they just put out their last sour... Um, for a bit while they get the new kids mm. set up and mm. then the, the new brewery happening. Oh, so, nice one. I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, cool. again, more phenomenal. Mm. I feel like we're really, if you look in Berkshire, we're really lucky because I think some people don't realise just how many breweries are within. Yeah, it's a really, really small county and yeah. there's a lot of uh, lot going on across a broad range of yeah. from the traditional right to the bleeding edge craft. So, yeah, and it's, and it's yeah. happened in 10 years because yeah. back in, in, the, in the late sort of late noughties, we had like around this area, we had Loddon zero degrees in West Barks that was it now suddenly it's loads yeah so it's really really great I just think it's hilarious like you know we, were, we did a video yesterday we did a quick video we were like over at Siren and we are like we're just going to go over to release it yeah. and it was just like, <laughs> like we're just walking over there and there it is yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean do you do you have people in mind that you're like I want to do a collaboration with them like do you meet them at festivals or network with them and then go like you're a good person I want to do a collab with you or do you see the stuff that they're putting out and go you're putting out something really creative I want to do a collab with you or I mean do you have people in mind how do you go about figuring out who you want to collab with all of those things that you mentioned actually yeah it can be a personal connection you've got or you meet and, and get along well or it's um, we've recently brewed with Antipatch and Hop Day and um, that I approached so Paul nice. because um, I really like what they do with English hops yeah. um, they had their Jester Pale last year which blew me away so I was like alright Paul I really like what you do with English hops do you fancy working together or something and mm. he said fine but it's got to be a black IPA so um, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like um, everyone yeah. Probably 90% of the time it's going to go black, 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 black. <laughs> Yeah, Ruthie does her sales, hates me for that. Like, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think, and yeah, often it can be, um, you know, you, you admire a particular beer, you like a particular beer style, um, or, you know, you just meet someone at a festival yeah. mm. uh, and you get along and you want to work with them. It's, yeah, a, a range of different reasons, I think. Mm. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, often, f- for me, I'll drink someone's um, imperial style and think, oh, that's fantastic. I need to find out more about these guys. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so, um, yeah, th- there's lots of ways. Meeting at beer festivals, of course, you know, just chatting to them about what they're doing. Um, it is really dangerous for me to go to beer festivals, though, because <laughs> I-, I walk around the stands and people say, oh, you've got to try my imperial style. So I end up spending eight hours drinking imperial oh, style. <laughs> I go, oh, can, I, yeah. can, I, can I get that pale ale? No, no, you've got to try our imperial stack. Oh, we've got a barley wine as well that you've got. I'm like, oh my God, yeah, I'm going to die. Yeah, I like the fact that like, sometimes you're just like, can you something like, sessionable? Yeah, yeah. Like, and they're like, I've touched just the imperial Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Near so, 13%. Yeah, exactly. So I spend a lot of time there. Some degree of it, though, is like people see you as the person that just turns out these like, Epic, epic imperial stouts, and they just want to impress you. They're probably like, "We need to give him like the they're probably going find the best imperial stout." Like Damien Sinclair, find the best imperial yeah. stout. Well, yeah. I mean, when Damien said he'd love to do, you know, an, an Empress Version of Morris, I was like, "Really? Yeah, <laughs> hell yeah!" <laughs> it still amazes me that anyone knows who I am. To be honest, it really does. I turn up at beer festival with people say hello, and I think, "How do you know who I am?" I mean, yeah, I, I basically wear this T-shirt. That's yeah. the only people people yeah. know me, but I, I am amazed because we. Emperors is absolutely tiny. We do tiny batches. We do, yes, I mean, we're probably more known for the... Co- I keep saying we, by the way, when I talk about Emperors Brewery. It's just so weird, because it's just me. <laughs> <laughs> we, you know. Um, so it's a bit weird. But, um, well, is it we as in, like, the brewery? The brewery, yeah, exactly. Brewery thing as well. I do it with Love Millennium. I'm like, we, we do this. I'm like, it's just me. It's like, it's me. I'm like, I am doing this. Yeah. From the brewing team to the warehousing team, we at Emperor's Brewery really enjoy your... <laughs> we handle all your needs. <laughs> but, yeah, we, I mean, like, it's really funny that you say that, about your surprise, people like know who you are as well. So I was, like, so thankful that Andy was like, I mean, you could come down if you want to. I was like, we're literally, like, I, I, I consider us, like, in terms of the greater scale of people, so yeah. they're like, nobody's like, That's really, like, <laughs> yeah, the fact that we can come down and have a conversation with you guys is so great. But yeah. when we were at Bigfoot, I was helping out Full Circle, and she came as just sort of someone that was going, so we did some just about it. Um, well, just an attendee yeah. is the word I should use. Um, and there were people that came up to both Joe Sepp, she was walking around, 
people that came up to the full circle stand as I was pouring beers and literally walked up and was like, are you Tory? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, yeah. And I was like, yeah. And they were like, I listened to your podcast and I was like, oh. I was like, oh my God, people listen to that. I was like, thank you. Thank you. Like, I didn't know what to say well, people from Instagram come up yeah. and be like, oh, I'm, I'm friends with you on Instagram and stuff. And I was That's like, really cool. Oh, That's yeah. really cool. Fierce celebrities. Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was weird. It was weird in a good way. Because I was just like, it's cool because I've had conversations but I just didn't expect anyone to know, to recognise who I was at all. Yeah. And I think I walked up to like Gypsy Hill or something, yeah. and the person that was working at Gypsy Hill was like, I recognise you from one of the forums. And I was like, <laughs> hi. And then I was like, I don't know if that's good or bad. Like, yeah, yeah, that could be. be really bad, but also but it's cool. probably easier when you're a brewery because you're like, yeah, I'm, I'm, we're from Elusive. We get, hello, I'm beer woman. Hello, I'm Quads <laughs> and Quinoa. Our friend Quads and Quinoa. Like, we come up and we're like, Hi, I'm with our weird handle from whatever our name is. Then we're just walking around giving these weird names to everybody. I think for us it feels like yeah. the imposter syndrome of like, oh, how do you know who I am? Yeah. It's like when, when I think about like you guys go into like a festival, I'd be like, well, yeah, of course people are going to know who you are. You're a brewery. So it's just interesting to hear you be like, yeah. I still think yeah. it's weird when people recognise me because it's like how infamous you are with like imperial stouts. So it's, it's, of course it's, people are going to know who you are. Yeah. It's very hard. I've got, I've got a friend of mine, a really good friend of mine, uh, Sean Keaveney at Six Music. Um, and he does the he was doing the afternoon shows. Um, but we once went to a beer festival and someone came up to talk to us, and I obviously assumed it was Sean because yeah. he is famous, yeah. and came up and had a selfie with me. And Sean was roaring <laughs> laughing. It just thought it was the funniest thing you'd ever seen in his life. <laughs> so that was that was that was odd, That's you know. <laughs> so do you think getting these collabs together? You say like beer festivals and things like that, where. COVID has hit and we haven't been able to do that. Has that kind of stunted how you can do your collabs or have you found other ways to Yeah, I mean, I've, I've done a few kind of remote collabs. Yeah. Um, did one. Well, I, I did one with a Nerd Brewing in Sweden. Um, yeah, cool. And we basically just set up. He set up a camera in the brewery and we just did a like a Zoom meeting. Amazing. And, and we kind of put it onto our Facebook pages. People were coming in to, yeah. you know, I was just sat in the kitchen <laughs> drinking and Hannes is running around digging out mash and things and these people just joining. Yeah. So these people joining from all kind of Sweden and the UK coming to the Zoom meeting and I'm just chatting to them while Hannes is running around like crazy doing stuff. So that was quite fun. But yeah, I mean, mostly it's then just, you know, just working out the recipe and chatting yeah. through what you're, what you're trying to do and can't be on the day but yeah the, the zoom one was was really fun yeah. Really yeah, good. yeah there's been a few of those i think going on we did one with the unity that was uh, uh yeah didn't it was the height of covid didn't like obviously we couldn't go down there yeah, yeah just figured it out remotely so that's quite a cool idea though to think about it in terms of like you put a facebook live up or something video and people can drop into that and i think like that's just a really cool idea for people to feel like they're watching it happen as well and like get interaction with people because i don't know if you guys have, like have you guys felt that there's almost a sort of celebrity status of, of kind of breweries now because I feel like because of COVID people have gone online more they've had to get more involved in forums to have the connections with people that they used to have outside and I feel like through that you know they felt they can get closer to breweries and like I know that I didn't think that I'd ever be able to like talk to you know you guys because I'd be like oh no they are like <laughs> Like, I don't, how am I going to get to speak to them sort of thing? And I feel like a lot of people have that view of like, people that work at breweries yeah. are so much like, you can't speak to them. And I feel like that really definitely, definitely opened things up. I think everyone was doing online events and doing Zooms. And mm. I remember the, the very first week of lockdown was Turning Point's birthday. Mm. Do you remember it? And they, did, they had these birthday beers ready and they did it all online and, and it worked really well. And uh, I think I can't really ever see going away the live streams the zooms all that stuff that as the industry has adapted i think it's gained new uh, brought new people into it and it's made as you said made things more accessible yeah. Yeah. so you know you wouldn't often know who the brewer at this brewery is yeah. but there he is on your youtube and you can watch yeah. watch and I mean, what, I've, um, what i've always been really impressed by obviously not being a you know a brewer myself is how friendly everyone is in the industry yeah you know what's really lovely or i've noticed many a time when i've sort of been brewing with andy like oh damn we haven't got enough hops crikey and he's on the phone to double barrel or whatever they go yeah we've got some come and go you know and it's like it's really nice how people just help each other out and siren obviously helped andy a fair bit as well and it's, it's just lovely i've always been very impressed by that in the industry how generally speaking it's just a nice crowd of people yeah the community is mm. really supportive yeah it is yeah. <laughs> 
And when it comes to like the recipes that you guys come up with, I know you said you kind of like you sort of have a recipe, send it back and forth, and you kind of tweak it yourself. I mean, have you ever got to a situation where like what happens if you know you want to do one thing, just hypothetically speaking, you want to do one thing with a recipe, you want to do another? Like, do you just kind of have to go, all right, flip a coin and sort it? Or, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I, I suppose for me, I mean, again, you know, this is not my job. I just, this is just fun for me. And, and the way I've always looked at that, and it's happened a couple of times where I've had a, a kind of an idea and, and the brewer's gone, oh, I don't think that'll work. Or I don't want to do that. And at the end of the day, it's their brewery. You know, they've yeah. got to be comfortable with what yeah. you're going to brew. And, and they're the ones that are going to put food on the table yeah. for the family. So at the end of the day, if, if, you, you kind of you, you state your case and, and if they don't want to do that then that's fine you know but it's their brewery and they've got to be comfortable with what they're doing I think yeah. yeah do you then go back and go right I'm going to try this thing on my tiny kit <laughs> 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 I'm going to try that yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm going to do yeah. that anyway <laughs> I'm going to do that anyway yeah that's happened a couple of times <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah try it out did they work yeah. Yes. yeah you were like I was right I was right yeah. <laughs> if in doubt yeah. I'm right <laughs> <laughs> I tried it. I promise you it works. I promise you it will work. So what's like um, for, for all of you guys, Tim, you can be included in this oh, as well. Okay, yeah, um, obviously apart from each other, what's like the if you could do the ideal next collab with anybody you wanted, like who would you want to collab with that maybe you haven't already collabed with and you want to collab again with? Counts for you helping out. Well, yeah. <laughs> I, I've actually got my dream collab coming up. I'm, I'm probably not allowed to say this yet, but um, but I've told everybody. So so um, I absolutely have always loved what Omnipolo have done with Massive Imperial. I mean, all their beer is fabulous, but but the Massive Imperial stouts are just incredible. And my beer of the year last year was Karem. I thought it was just fabulous. Um, so as soon as I'm able, um, I'm going to be going over to Omnipolo to do a, a collab at the church. Oh my god! That's one of my dreams. Yeah. So it's I, I think we probably. I think me and a load of my mates are just going to take a week off and yeah. spend a week yeah. over there. Yeah. You know, drinking at Omnipolo's heart and, uh, and yeah. at the church. So no, I, I absolutely love it and. Um, uh, as I say, I've, I, I know uh, Magnus, uh, uh, the sales director in, uh, in Hennock and things. Um, they do a, a beer called Lorelei. They do a barrel-aged yeah. beer called Lorelei. Um, and they only made 12 kegs of barrel-aged Lorelei because everything's closed yeah. down. Um, and I managed to buy... Uh, the only person who's bought one is me. So uh, <laughs> they've, they've got 11 uh, kegs of barrel-aged Lorelei on Napolo and one in my house. <laughs> do you just want to, like, when you have something like that, do you just want to be like... Me and a lot of my friends turn 50 next year, so we're going to have a big party and we're going to drink the barrel aged Lorelei. That church is like, oh, oh. Oh. Just, I watched when they did the stream of sort of it coming together and everything, and I was like, even if you don't like Omnipolo, if that's yeah. not your cup of tea, mm, mm. you have to appreciate the art that's gone yeah. behind that, that brewery. I was like, oh, that's what I keep telling him. I was like, oh, we should, we should go there. And he's like, why do you want to go there? And I was like, oh, you know, I quite like to go to a brewery. And he's like, why do you want to go there? And I was like, oh, you know, I quite like to go to a brewery. And he's like, why do you want to go there? And I was like, oh, you know, I quite like to go to a brewery. Yeah. Um, we're boiling now, by the way. Sorry if you're running off. Oh, yeah, no, um, no, yeah. yeah I, I've always um, like action. Yeah. <laughs> one I've always admired is Fastone Walker, uh, and um, yeah. I've always kind of, you know, hoped one day we could do something there. That would be so cool. But we did um, a couple of years ago. We pulled at the Beaverton Extravaganza, uh, and because of the alphabet, we were alongside them. Yeah. So I got to meet Matt Brunelson, who's a head brewer. They're a really nice guy. And like anyone you meet in this industry, most people are kind of humble and easy to talk to, and. Um, he doesn't see himself as some kind of rock star brewer, just kind of a guy who brews beer. And um, had a nice chat with him. Uh, I didn't, I didn't pluck up the courage to, to uh, pitch a clap to him. But, um, but you know, I've always admired. Yeah, you know, anything that like, there's a lot of breweries. I look, I look at breweries like Thornbridge, where you, you, you buy a Thornbridge beer, and if it says it's X style on the can, you're going to get exactly that style. And they just nail styles yeah. really, really well, and they're very precise in what they do. 
and Faster and Walker are, 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 that's why I like them it's like you know every BF them is going to be really really good and it's going to do exactly what they set out to do so a very technically you know, uh, perfect brewery for me so I think for me um, it would be Vault City I just think they're absolutely incredible um, I've only discovered them about a year ago but I haven't had a beer by them that I haven't enjoyed yeah, I just they keep producing fantastic beer and um, yeah I'd love to do a beer with them that'd be amazing yeah, we just did um, we, she managed to get us tie-dye kits for the broken oh yeah sort of advertising those yeah, 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 yeah. I thought I'd get to buy a bug but I was like oh no that's just pink because I didn't stupid me I didn't Put the gloves on to get the dye ready, and then I was like, I was meant to put gloves on, wasn't I? I'm like, yes, so yeah. Do you want to put your gloves on? I've hung up my shirts just sort of dry this morning, and I had to put a towel under because it's dripping, so my husband comes home from the stag do, he's out and sees that there's like tie dye bits all over the floor. Yeah, clean that up real quick. But yeah, my house, my house. So when travel gets a bit easier, I'm kind of heading up to Scotland to get to their brewery. Yeah, check it out. My problem with collabs is I don't say no, so I've got about 35 collabs. Pipeline at the moment, just they can't say no to people. So it just takes a long time. What's your calendar like, though? Are you just like, well, this weekend I'm here, then the weekend after? Like, when you when you decide to find time to do stuff that's not brewing, are you just like, where am I going to squeeze it in? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So there's been quite obviously Butilius you were in the. uh, Um, So I know Drew and pretty well. Um, We did. we did a remote collab earlier in the year that'll be coming out soon, and yeah. the guys at Three Hills have got the new place down in uh, Bermondsey. Yeah. We did a collab there as well. Yeah. So. We, we again, we yeah. did a collab. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. did a collab. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we just went to the outpost um, yeah. like a few weeks back, and I had the nitro, the nitro donut uh, yeah. stout, and it was like it was ten percent. I was like, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> It's so easy yeah. drinking. Yeah. 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 yeah, um I guess my other question as well is like in terms of we so breweries out of the way, collab wise, no. if you could just brew the like what's the most weird and interesting beer that you want to try and make in like adjunct wise flavour, anything, what's the weirdest beer that each one you with, if it doesn't matter about like sales on it, mm. or, like who's gonna mm. like you're making it for you. Like yeah. what's the weirdest one that you yeah. want to make? We expected big things because you said on the yeah. Who you yeah. collaborate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, to be honest with you, I, I might pitch it to Hanok that we just do a straight Russian Imperial Stout with no adjuncts and see what he says. That would be hilarious. Like, that would blow yeah, yeah, Exactly. Like, so, yeah. like, we're just like a one word name, you know, with yeah. one dis- like two word description yeah. or something. You no emojis. You can just call it like, um, <laughs> why, why can't beer taste like beer? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can call it, and then just make it a plain, just Yeah, exactly. I think everyone would be confused. They'd be like, is this a prank? Or is that it? It's going to taste like bacon, right? Yeah. Oh, look. I don't know. There's some beers that I want to make that maybe aren't that wacky, but I've always wanted to. We did a little pilot brew a few years ago of our Lord Nelson. Which is our Nelson Serving Up Saison, but we pitched some breast strains into it. Ooh. And uh, on Friday, we were judging a homebrew competition down at the Mort Miller. And Reiki, who we brewed that with, uh, just kept some bottles of it and it was tasting great. I'd love to get, get it in some white wine barrels. Um, so, yes. like that, that's a little project that I'll, I think I'll start working on at some yeah. point soon. So, uh, not, that, not that wild and wacky. No. Well, that's wild and wacky. Well, it's um, just something that if you had free reign, yeah. that's yeah. what you want to do. No, that yeah. is yeah. absolutely brilliant. I think we did, we did I've had Lord Nelson before, but we did yeah. it for the local episode. Yeah, we did. We yeah. both drank that. It's, yeah, yeah, it's a good game. Um, I love Saison, though. They're my favourites. Yeah, they're, <laughs> they're hard to sell. I know, yeah. <laughs> so I always think it's do. like. Yeah, when I was working at Big Fit, people came and we had the peach and apricot saison one, and then I was like, oh, is it saison? like, nah, I don't get on with saisons. And I was to the amount of people that said, nah, I don't get on with saisons, yeah. I was like, I didn't realise just how difficult of a sell it is. Yeah. I'd kind of like to try some. One of the things I really want to do a bit more experimentation with is, is yeast, actually, and, and fermenting a big, black, you know, stout base with some different yeasts, yeah. you know, saison yeast, bread. Quike yeast. There's, there's some really interesting kind of yeasts out there these days, and maybe combinations of those as well. So actually combining different yeasts to see what would happen. I mean, it could be terrible, but it could be quite fun. <laughs> <laughs> you can't 
<laughs> well, there you go, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Without making anything like you get to design what it is, and then you get to do it. See, I, I love smoked beer, I really do. Yeah. And I'd love to make a really lovely sort of German style Hoch beer, I'd love to do that. That would probably be my dream one. Yeah. If I, if it, you know, expense didn't matter, whatever. Yeah, I'd love to do that. <laughs> you just had the Braybrook barbecue, hell yeah, and that was just mm. like mm. that's gorgeous. I'm gonna make just a smoked beer episode with me, so I'm like, right, oh, nice. yeah, she's like, I got you. So Smoke yeah. Marzen, mm. we're going to start with that one because that's the one she's like, yeah. that's what it tastes like bacon. I'm like, yep. <laughs> yeah. Arthur did one a few years ago called Smoke Screen, and I was like a really, really smoky beer. And I was, oh, it was gorgeous. For some people, it was just too much. The smoke yeah. was too intense, but I yeah. loved it. Well, I think I think if you talk yeah. about smoked beers in the UK, you've got to talk about Torside because those guys yeah. at Torside oh, right, have done yes. some absolutely yeah. fabulous yeah. stuff. I haven't you know, had a great deal really of oil in fairness, but I did. Wonderful, wonderful beers. Yeah, yeah, they do some great, great beers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. the, the, I had um, Up in Smoke, the Brew York Up in Smoke, and I was that was probably one of the first proper smoked mm. beers because I always kind of stayed away from it because I don't know if I like it. Mm. I had that, and mm. it was I was surprised how much I really liked it because there was like that mesquite sweetness to it as mm. well, so it wasn't just straight smoke. Mm. And I was like, actually, it's quite nice, and it just opened up my mind to like, okay, mm. maybe I'll revisit those and have some more, and then yeah, with like the barbecue pills and stuff. So yeah. It's I did. Um, I once did a homebrew that was a, a bonfire night beer, which was kind of smoked malts, treacle, um, honeycomb, and marshmallow, toasted marshmallows yeah. in it, and that was quite an interesting because it was that sweetness, but with that kind of underlying kind of smoke yeah. to it as well. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like Drew, and I'm like, where, where is it? Why didn't you sell it? <laughs> How did we miss that? Any other questions here? Um, I think you've something I wanted to say actually. How, how did you get the um, marshmallow into that beer? Was it extract or actual marshmallows? It was actual, actual marshmallows. So I literally laid about in a tray, got one of those little creme brulee yeah. torches, and toasted them. Yeah. And then started throwing them in the uh, throwing them in the kettle. But um, they float, of course. But then they they don't melt. They liquefy and they mm. liquefy and start oh, burning yeah. on the elements. So you got to be quite careful with it. But it was yeah. Scouring pad, yeah. yeah. What we're trying to avoid today. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 It's always, it's always, a, Cidics, yeah. it's always a problem. But yeah, I literally had to take the whole thing apart and take the element out and clean it and then put it all back together again. So. Things we do for bits. We, we did a jam. I brewed a jam donut. Beer. We did it. We did jam. it. You did it like virtually. Virtually looking at it on the camera. And uh, yeah, I put actual donuts in it. And that just, I was like, all right, I'm going to have to dry these out. So you've got bits of donut laid out in your oven, <laughs> drying those out. And I'm like, uh, there's still too much moisture in that, keep it going. Then it crumbled. Then it crumbled in the way, and I was like, I want too much, oh, well, I'm going to get stuck mash. <laughs> uh, the things we do for home brewing. For brewing in general. Yeah. Love. Yeah. Love of brewing. We haven't drunk that yet, we need to drink no, it. Got to drink that. I'm pretty sure there's going to be no head on it. I think the oil from the donuts has completely stripped it out. But, I mean, I chucked a load of raspberries in it as well, so it's jam donuts. Sounds nice. That sounds good. Yeah, sounds great. We did the. Uh, the Northern Monk one that I did recently was was kind of our take on a, uh, a croissant, a banana yeah. croissant, oh, yeah. go bananas, uh, from Saint Croissant in um, in Manchester. Actually, got a t can of that with me, so we can try that. Oh, not trying. I was yes, going to I never got. I really wanted to try it. <laughs> oh, well, there we go. So you can try it. Same as. Same as. That's often happened with Damien's. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's yeah. the problem. Is well, like, that, I mean, I'm there trying was... to get this one, and I'm like, it's going to sell out, yes. isn't it? Well, there was, a, out, there was quite yeah. a lot of the brew yacht, uh, yeah. of the well, the brew yacht and the the Northern Monk ones. We, yeah. It was like 50 hectoliters of it, so it was quite a lot of it knocking around, but it did go quite quickly. It went quite quick. I'm going to have to be like queuing out here. Like the second you guys <laughs> open it, it's released. I'm gonna be like, yeah, sorry, I've got to like go take off early and I'm gonna be like outside brewery. Well, we're, we're gonna do a release. Actually, is it worth mentioning about that the release date? Oh yeah. This beer. Did you mention that? Well, we're going to. I mean, we're gonna release this in the pub in Reading. It's gonna be like a launch day for it. Oh, so cool. We haven't decided on the date or anything yet. Yeah. That, that'll be the plan. <laughs> I'll, 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 yeah. Yeah. I guess. 
Last thing, last thing. Is there anything each of you want to plug? Um, events, social medias, anything you want people to know about? Yeah. Other than just coming and trying your stuff. I've got a YouTube channel called Tim's Beer Reviews. Yes. Actually, having a laugh at my expense. You said you haven't done it in a while, so now you're going to have to. It's been a month or so since I've done one. So yeah. No, you're going to have to do it. Yeah. Yeah, we'll put that in you want to hear me jabber on about beer? Then there yes. you go. <laughs> um, anything to plug? Anything to plug? Oh, I've got a, We've got an Etsy shop for the Emperor's merchandise, where oh, you can buy you know, t-shirts and glasses. And my my lovely wife Helen runs that. She's bought all kinds of things for the shop, so you can yes. check it out. Yes, I'm going to put it in show notes. I'm not going to have to, because yeah, my husband loves like Star Wars. So he's going to try to like take. I'll, I'll buy it and he'll be like, oh, what's this? You have to watch it with hands off. <laughs> the, the backpacks look amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Show me one of those. And hoodies and bar blazers. She's gone over the top, really. It's, it's all that. Yeah, Guitar picks. I mean, yeah. I don't even know. Does she do like, dog collars? Because my struggle is I need a dog collar and, uh, for my dog, obviously, not for me. Um, <laughs> Yeah, they do. Don't yeah. do dog yeah, we don't do dog and we so do have two little dogs. Yeah. We've got two little yeah. miniature dash ones called Colin and Daisy. Oh, so maybe I should get it to there you go. Call think of dog collars. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, yeah, well, you can you can find me on Instagram and Facebook and the other one, Twitter, yeah. certainly. <laughs> uh, but it's just me, generally me wandering around doing collabs and going. <laughs> with a beer yeah. and a whiskey and words and a whiskey and words yeah. we're, we're, yeah. we're famous for the whiskey and words no, that's a good uh, I'll mention our socials Elusive Brew on, on most things uh, and we're pouring at a festival next month uh, Anspatch Not Based Festival in August uh, something farm I need to be more it's on the board it's in Croydon go to Croydon yeah. and ask um, for something farm and yeah. uh, Google, Google the beer festival farming Croydon yeah, yeah. looking forward to that because it's been the, yeah I haven't done too many of those uh, yeah. this year so the first one we, we pulled the beer out for a, a long long time perhaps brew yeah. we'll, we'll find it we'll put it in the show notes we'll yeah. get back to you thank guys, you so yeah Thank yeah. you again for letting us come down. I really appreciate it. It's nice to meet you both. Nice. It's nice to meet you in person. I've definitely seen you online. Absolutely, yeah. I, think <laughs> so. I saw it and I was just like, I think that's him, but I'm not sure. Like, I can't say anything because then if it's not, then I look like, like I'm weird. So. But yeah. Hello. With that, we'll let you guys get back. We don't want to be in the way anymore. Yeah. So. Right. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Right. We are cutting into our <laughs> feed there because we have managed to get ooh, early secret. release <laughs> top secret not even labelled but yeah and... the, the um, Andy was really lovely because he, he let me grab some from him slightly early for us to try in advance because um, obviously when this episode's airing this hasn't actually come out yet it will be officially launched at the Ale House in Reading Um Basically, we've got this in advance because it's not actually come out yet. Um, it's formally being released the end of this week. 10th of September is being so released. It's coming out at the end of this week, Friday, yep. dating it. Joe's going to hate this because I'm going to yep. date it. No. 10th of September yep. is coming out the Ale House, Redden. Um, if you are there, definitely go. If you're close by, close commute, get the train in, you know, whatever, go. Get some on keg. It's going to be it's probably going to be really great yeah. I mean obviously I haven't opened it yet but I imagine it's going to be great it's going to be a great event and I think um Tim is going to be there I imagine Andy's going to be there don't know if Damien's going to be there not positive if he's coming down for that or not but um yeah it's definitely an event not to be missed if yeah. you are in the area not yeah. to miss it but thank you so much to obviously we've said thank you so many times and thank you so much to the guys again for letting us record with them and thank you for Andy for letting me grab these from you early for us to try um because it's brilliant basically I've also got to show you with the original because these were done so close to the line of us releasing this and them going out the labels weren't done, which is why this is top secret unlabeled cans. It was great picking it up and having other people around me. And they were like, you've got, you need to get those cans. And I was like, yes, top secret <laughs> that's cans. amazing. Um, but this is basically uh, the original that was mentioned. It's really difficult to see the light. This is what the label's going to look like. If, if you're on you're, video. 
this is what the label looked like. So it is like an. And I'm holding bit. what it does look like. So the the label's going to look like an eight bit um, stormtrooper doing a bit of a Morris dance, <laughs> and it's is- modelled basically after yeah. the original label. Um, so this is the Impy Morris Man. It's yeah. it's made for their normal Morris Man double chocolate dry stout, yeah. um, as. Tim has explained to us in the episode. Yes. Uh, and unfortunately, I couldn't get one for Joe because I've had this one. I, I've had this one stashed Boo. away um, because they were featured on Sunday brunch, it was called. Yeah, this one went mad. Yeah, Sunday brunch. Um, they were featured it's alongside Mark Seven Dredge's Brothers fault. and Siren. Mark Dredge picked it and then everybody went mad for it. Because they, they really enjoyed it. But that's great. That's great for the great. breweries. Uh, but Joe obviously couldn't I didn't get, get it one. by the time that she got here. But they, yeah. they brew it quite regularly. So as soon as I can get another one for Joe, I'll get another one for Joe. And I'm going to keep this aside so that when I can get one of these Emperor ones again, I will do a side-by-side of it because I just think it'll be interesting to see how you go from one to the other. So right. without further let's ado, crack let's crack it. Boy. I'm excited. I'm really excited as well. <laughs> You've got your emperor's glass. I've got, I've my got the elusive glass. glass. I thought I'd rep elusive. You've um, rep emperor's. Kindly gifted to us by Damien. Yes, I've Thank got my emperor's much. glass. But I thought I would, uh, I would uh, even the playing field, and I'd represent the other side. Oh, it already smells really chocolate, and I'm gonna. I'm not gonna lie. It probably um, this needs to warm up a little bit because I had it. Yeah, in the I've, fridge. I've only just got mine out of my fridge. It can probably do with, but it, it smells really nice chocolate i'm getting vanilla yeah i'm getting some uh, like a light bit of roastiness like nothing really yeah. overwhelming nothing like really heavy in the roasty sense it just smells like liquid chocolate yeah but the vanilla does come through which is yeah, quite yeah. nice because normally i think when you've got chocolate it can kind of again i think i've mentioned on numerous occasions vanilla can get very uh can get muted lost. and especially when you've got big chocolate flavors and big chocolate yeah, smells. There's definitely a bit of roastiness in there. Getting it cacao. It's, it's very boot. Like I feel like it doesn't immediately hit as boozy, but when you take like a really long sniff in, it has that like you get a little bit of that like fusel alcohol right at the end. Yeah, but it's just kind of like that undertone. It's yeah. not something that's like you, you, no. There's some that you smell and you just go oof like yeah. right away. It's not like that. It's just because I took in like a really big yeah. smell. Right, I'm going in. Oh, I almost get a bit of maple in that one. That's quite nice. Oh, that is smooth. It's really smooth. <laughs> I honestly, admittedly, I don't know what the ABV is on this. No, we don't know what the ABV is. Literally no idea what the ABV is. It's obviously, just chocolate. So this original is 5%. Um, so obviously this is the Imperial I think version. they were aiming for that, about but... 12%. But I don't know if that's what it finally came out as. But this is, it's just smooth, roasty if chocolate. It's... If it's ended up as double digits, which I know Damien's often do, um, I I would be shocked because it doesn't taste. No, it does not. It does not taste double digits in ABV. Um, it's like it's really smooth, really easy drinking, and it is and like a chocolatey milk. Like yeah, so it's like we had the conversation in the interview about how you get these chocolate beers and they smell so chocolatey and then when you taste it it's not you don't get the chocolate in there the chocolate is in there yeah like this is like the aftertaste is very um like it does taste like chocolate powder yeah like it almost has that bit of like um like uh, i don't know how to put it into words i don't want to say chalky because i think that probably comes across in a negative way which is not what i mean but it's like when you when it's you like taste really, something that's um it's like really good cocoa powder yeah like the good like stuff. When you have like we're a... talking like green and blacks here. We're not talking Bourneville. We're not talking like hot chocolate powder. We're talking like really good green and blacks cocoa. The thing that pops into my mind is like when you have bonbons, not the right word for it. I'm trying to think. I can't think of what the word is, but the chocolate and it's, you can get them in Belgium and the like chocolate truffles truffles yeah yes that's the word it's like a truffle that you know when it's like a truffle rolled in cocoa powder and that's what i mean by that like cocoa high quality cocoa powder yeah that's exactly what it tastes like is a really nice truffle that's been rolled in like a really nice cocoa powder and though there's booziness there like it's not at the forefront like it's like a real mellow in the back there 
it's not like you take a sip of it and go like wow ooh, that alcohol. is like yeah, ooh, no. that's a burn it's not difficult to drink at all it's not yeah really <laughs> I, nice. I reckon like if this is a 10 or 11 percent 12 percent like I will be <laughs> watching you drink that it's I'm loving it. Like I've, I'm, I'm cupping my Emperor's brandy glass in my hands and oh. just like supping on it. It's really beautiful. That is just Makes like a, really a thing of like worship. Is what it looks like you're doing. It looks like you're <laughs> making like some type of it's sacrifice. So I'm, just, I'm just offering this up to the gods because it is so good. Yeah, that's if if I had to describe it in I don't know a handful of words, but just one sentence. Like if you could only compare it to one thing. For me, it would be a high quality truffle. Yeah. Like really good dark chocolate. Dark chocolate, chocolate truffle. Yeah. Or hot chocolate. Yeah, I can see that as well. Because there like, is that. With a bit of booze in it. <laughs> I guess but it's, it's like when like you put, it's not, it's only you make a hot touch. chocolate and you put yeah. like, I wouldn't even say rum because I feel like it's rum not would rum. ruin it. But like. Bailey's. Bailey's. Yeah. Like a bit so of it's like just, you only want to Bailey's. <laughs> yeah, you only want to touch. And it's just the alcohol warmth is right at the back of your throat. After you've swallowed, there is a touch of warmth that's just nice. Like it's not an alcohol burn. It's just that warmth that reminds yeah, you there's alcohol there right at the back. It's it's a boozy warmth. It's not yeah. an alcohol burn. Yeah. And it's and it's not. And I think it's not even like probably the first two, three sips. You don't. It doesn't even hit you. It's no. probably about, about sip three or four. Yeah. You start going, oh, okay, yeah, there's a there's a bit of warmth behind it's that. dangerous is what it is oh yeah i i unfortunately i can't be there for the release i was planning on going but i can't i've got prior engagements so i'm not going to be able to make it down there um but i really wanted to have this i don't know if they're putting it on cask or keg i think it's cask i imagine it's probably cask. yeah um but i would love to be there to have that fresh off a line because i feel like that's going to be I feel nice like this would be line. Yeah, oh, yeah, and I can't wait to see because I'm going to keep sipping on this after we after we stop because I kind of can't wait to see how this is going to as it warms up. Is the booziness going to grow on it? Is it is the it's beautiful going like, to grow on no... it? This is perfect at like, the temperature it's at now. Yeah, everything's really well balanced. Like there's no like there's nothing that's particularly overpowering anything else. No, I was expecting because of the fact that um when we kind of agreed yeah okay we've got some time now to record it because uh, you know to be to be transparent uh this weekend not a great weekend to try to We're get busy. things done for both of us um we are both out and about so we needed to try to fit this in yeah and we happen to have a slot when it's quite late at night and I was like oh okay I've only got about 20 minutes before we're going to record 20 30 minutes take it out of the fridge and I thought hopefully it warms it warms up a little bit I felt the can I was like the can is still yeah quite cold um so I if I'm completely honest I was a bit worried like oh is it gonna be warm enough to really get the full yeah. flavors or is it gonna be a little bit more muted until it warms up but I think it is genuinely lovely <laughs> yeah it's beautiful but do we expect anything less from Damien and Elusive no we don't no I think Andy's like I've had Andy's yeah. Morrisman before and Tim, I should include Tim on that as well because it's, it's yeah, going, really it's Tim and Andy's on Tim. baby, isn't yeah. it? Um, I've had it before. It's absolutely, it's been gorgeous every time I've had it in the past. Yeah. Um, so why would why would this be any different? It wouldn't. Um, but it is just, I was kind of wondering like, oh, is it going to be really boozy, really like full on alcohol? And no, it's just it's really not. pleasant. <laughs> but you can tell it's very like hot. It, it tastes high quality like it doesn't it doesn't taste like I I wouldn't have expected it any other way but it it it, you can tell that it's quality ingredients going into it and you never would have guessed that it was like like I feel like I couldn't just imagine three dudes just doing this to get like the quality of the beauty of beer isn't it yeah it is literally just like a couple of people chucking things in a in a big pot (laughs) it's the stuff you that's know essentially what what, what brewing but, is chucking stuff in a big pot with a bit of water see what happens it's the stuff that you know but i think it's that thing like if you've been down to elusive and you see just how small it like yeah. it isn't it's not this big sprawling space that some of these other breweries no it's like push a out of, big 
big in it's please a, have. It's a couple of of very big pots. Like so, when I brew in my kitchen, I use a couple of pots on my stove. Essentially, the brew kit of a smaller scale brewery is two really big pots <laughs> with you know with the boil a bit a little bit easier because you can make it bigger. But that's all brewing is, and I think this is that this is the thing about beer is it's quite it can be very simple you just have got to put the right ingredients in and the right time and the right temperatures and you can get an amazing product just like this out of it but it is it it just I think it's that thing that even though you know it it always kind of blows your mind because it's like you know even the whole time we were talking to to Damien even and he was going oh we why do I say we it's just me and I was just like I still cannot believe that there's just one of you and even like he has helped but (laughs) he own brews at home and the whole reason that he's doing what he does is because he realized he could brew imperial stouts just as well as the commercial brewers could this is a testament to that because it's absolutely beautiful. And I've had beers from much bigger breweries than this that are not as good. Honestly, it's 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 just it's funny to think about it. Because I said, even though Andy has help, it's not like he's got a whole no, no. crew of people, crew people. helping. Um, and it's not like he's got this massive estate. And it's just to see these people that are just such like, yeah so small batch brewing like coming is science. and making something amazing it's just yeah you brewing know it's so- the truth yeah. but- brewing is science brewing is art and it's all about the people that are controlling what's going into that pot however big the pot may be and if and you get both perfected it <laughs> right and if you've perfected what's going into that pot you can make an amazing beer it's easy it, it's it's that simple like you can do it in your kitchen. I don't like I said. I mean, you've already said it. And I've already said it. Like I wouldn't expect anything less no. from from those guys because um, no. they what they they're great at what they do. Like there's a reason Andy has like Andy came from home brewing. Yeah, <laughs> and and won in order to be able to like he won all this money to be able to open yeah. and stay open and he's yeah. been able to stay open. Thankfully, touch wood, he's been able yeah. to stay open through the pandemic. Damien's been hearing all the collaborations he's got 35, like, co- for 35 collaborations in his diary his diary is busier than ours is it's just honestly it's it's absolutely crazy just to i love it and i love to it. see that's, what these guys are doing and i'm what's like so amazing. amazing about craft beer is that you can go from a couple of pots on your stove to full-scale commercial brewery selling to everybody like that's that's what's what can happen if that's what you want and like go for it just go for it if you if you want to make amazing beer for other people just do it because these people are and they're making amazing beer yes definitely agreed i guess what i'll say is may the odds be ever in your favor that (laughs) you get one one because that will be what it is isn't it it will be luck of the draw yeah i'm hoping that having the home field advantage of being able to drive down there means that i can like literally be like boom there but i've got a feeling that the online people will probably beat me but we'll we'll see what happens um but yeah very excited to buy more of this because it's really good um i think everyone will be very impressed i can't wait to see what people think about it so um so we're going to cut now to us in tory's garden see what we had to say at the end of that brew day oh and we're back we're back that That was was amazing oh my god we are buzzing yeah that thank so you good. so much andy thank you so much damien thank yep. you tim for being a part of it as well it was um, to have tim as well yeah it was really great yeah. to get that perspective of somebody like yeah. helping out as well yeah um somebody who that's not their like normal nine to five job phelan's coming over so oh, she might make it in the video it. hello please don't knock things over phelan please don't be a dick okay <laughs> here come, come up here come you can here. be in as well um <laughs> yeah that was it was absolutely brilliant yeah. um it was it was such a cool experience and yeah. thank you Damien for the for the glassware. Yeah. That was brilliant. Yeah. We got some glassware and um, I can't wait to get him to get dog collars on his, yeah. on his store. So yeah, Phelan can get a new Phelan needs a nice new dog collar. <laughs> um, but yeah, such an amazing experience yeah. just to get the sort of behind the scenes I think of of what a collaboration brew day is like. Yeah, what a collaboration brew day is like, what it's like to do a collaboration, what it's like to do a collaboration during a global pandemic <laughs> and how we've all had to pivot a little bit um yeah that um, was amazing. amazing yeah so look, look out for the beer if it's not already out 
yeah we'll, we'll either be putting it out sort of right before it comes out or right after it comes out um i mean emperors tends to go quite quick and i think yeah um elusive needs to get I, th I think more people should be buying elusive if you yes. don't know what elusive is or where it is d definitely need to check that yeah. out as well because andy makes some amazing make amazing, beers. amazing beers and he's such a lovely guy and damien's a lovely guy yes. and, and i'm gonna need you to go and like get in that queue i'm gonna have to wait in the queue get to get beer. it because it's i know what's gonna happen is it's gonna sell out so yeah. and morrisman was such an amazing yeah, see, I didn't get morrisman. style in general oh, so sad. yeah i'll try to pick you up one of those if they end up having one of those sad. out as well so um see what I can do no yeah. promises but yeah so if people want to speak to you about why they should buy elusive and why they're so amazing where can they find you um if you want to talk to me about elusive big big stouty boys or anything <laughs> like that um you can find me on instagram at adventures underscore in underscore optimism um if they want to talk to you about stouts because we know that you're the stout connoisseur those are my faves where can um, they find you they, you can find me at a woman's brew that's on facebook instagram and twitter um, I mostly hang out on Instagram. And you can find my beer school if you would like to learn more about different beer styles, if you're not sure about different stouts and what makes an Imperial Stout an Imperial Stout. We talk about that in Love Beer Learning. So come over and find us. We are Love Beer Learning on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok and Pinterest, which is Tori's favourite. <laughs> and famous if people want to find you. Yeah, where can they find you? Where can they find you? In the garden in being the garden. a potato. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or you can find my website, which is lovebeerlearning.co.uk, uh, or you can email us, both of us, at lovebeerlearning at gmail.com. We will pick up the emails for the podcast there. Let us know what you want to hear about. Let us know who you want us to track down and do yeah. crazy podcasts with next. For God's sake, shout out to John from yeah, to Ascot John from Brewing, because he, he, yeah, he rocked in. up and uh, we got to meet him and he, he's really nice as well so yeah. hopefully we can do future something podcast. with him in the future he's got a, you know Ascot Bruin's got a lovely tap room um, and with nice pizzas over in Camberley so shout out to him yeah. on that and hopefully we can collaborate there let us know what other collaborations you want to see and we'll try to get it arranged yeah. so, so until then until then cheers, cheers.